Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. New South Wales Blues name their origin squad. Josh Adokar, Nathan Cleary, Tyson Frizzell, Payne Haas, Nico Hines, Coruscant, Jerome Luai, Liam Martin, Latrell Mitchell, Cam Murray, Tavita Pangai Jr., Junior Paolo, James Tedesco, Brian To'o, Tom Travojevic, Isaiah Hudson Young, and Campbell Graham at 18th man. Initial reaction, boys? Yeah, I've got mixed feelings on it um I, I think we could have done much worse mm. without a doubt i have got mixed feelings on it though um i think one of the more interesting talking points up here at nine mm. playing the full 80 minutes there i um i thought that if they were going to go for an 80 minute nine which seemingly they have i thought cook would have probably been the guy do you think appy was in the team <clears throat> four days ago oh, i mean i'm shocked that cookie didn't get selected mm. i really am i think appy has been a victim of the Tigers' really poor start. And he's probably had – and he he struggled because the Tigers were struggling and it's taken probably this last three weeks or four weeks for them to kind of catch up to him. So he's probably had three or four good games this year. So I am – even though we know how good Coruscant is, we're talking about the back-to-back premiership winning nine. For the second year, he came off the bench with Mitch Kenny. Um, yes, he is playing 80. I'm pretty sure at the Tigers now. So we know he can do it. But well, he played 80 on the weekend. The three weeks before that, he played 60 to 68. Mm. Well, okay. There yeah. you go. I Even if he had played 80 every week, I still am really, really surprised Cookie didn't get the call up. I feel like he's had a really good season from round one. What do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah, that was sort of – that was a big one that stood out, the number nine. I would have gone Cookie as well. That being said, like – Appy's got the combinations with the blokes around him. You know, he was brilliant on the weekend against the Cowboys. I'd, I'm certainly not against that selection. Would have preferred Cook. For that reason that you've already touched on, just I prefer him going the 80. You know, the last couple of years they've had the, the dual hooker um, scenario, the setup. This year, the only hooker's there. So I, I suppose he goes 80. 
what the coverage for him would be, I suppose Cameron Murray would slot into nine if he was to go down mm. or if he needed a 15-minute breather. I don't think that'll, that'll happen. I think the plan will be for him to go 80. So, mate, I'm pretty happy with the squad. Uh, there's a couple of little things that stand out. Obviously, Fox gets the nod ahead of Campbell Graham on the wing, which... You know, I'm one of Fox's biggest fans, but Campbell Graham kind of done much more the last 12 to 24 months to get a start. So I thought he was a bit hard done by TPJ. Very surprised to see his name there. Firstly, congratulations to him, but yeah, probably wouldn't have been my first pick on the bench, but yeah. Well, we'll, we'll stick on Appy Coruscant mm. initially. I think attacking-wise, and you're right, he's played with Jerome, he's played with Cleary. Uh, in the record year they won, though, who was their hooker? Was Damien Cook? 2021. Yeah, it's cook, yeah. it was cooking. Yeah. So cook, uh, cook started in every Origin game except the last one. Except the last one. Okay. And so that's what surprises me is that this sudden shift to Appy, when <clears throat> Appy Coruscant's defence has always been solid. It hasn't been great. It's been solid, and he's, it's been his attacking game that has been just so so good. I just the only thing that I uh, from a New South Wales perspective is the physicality of the game in origin, how does Appy go in defence compared to Cookie? But what you may or may not lose, like he could go out and have a great defensive game, you pick up in attack because around the ruck he is maybe outside of Harry Grant. But you know what? He might even be more crafty than Harry Grant. I I think he is, and I've said this last year, I think he is the craftiest hooker in Mm. the NRL. So you may pick, like being that crafty around a high-speed game in the ruck... Maybe that's what Freddie is looking at. Yeah, and I, I think that I just think he's going to have to get through so much work. Like you even have a look at the Penrith Panthers. You know how they were picking their sides last year. They were keeping him on the bench for a reason because mm. they don't want him to have to make thirty tackles in the first twenty-five minutes. And I just think it's sort of it does right Queensland's game plan to some <laughs> extent for them at the start. Like I'd love to keep a count on how many times he's going to have to um, tackle Pat Carrigan in the first 25, 30 minutes. Just they'll be going to yeah. find him a lot. <laughs> and be so a they dog. should, yeah. 100%. Whereas I just, I feel like if you had Damien Cook, he's, you know, you're, you're obviously going to send traffic at him, but I, th- I think it, it writes their game plan for the mm. first half an hour or so. Yeah, and I think if athletically, you give Cookie probably the edge to get through the cardiovascular of that period and, that's really tough. And that's the thing, because Appy's now going to have to go 80 something has to change in his game. And it's like, well, what's taking the most effort out of you? Or, or what's something that he can't make less tackles? If they run out, you have to make the tackle. Mm. It's The running game is probably at times going to have to take a bit of a back seat in terms of going the full 80 minutes. Well, that's the biggest asset of his game, isn't it? Mm. At his running game. So if that's now coming back, you know, 5 10% because he's looking at the longevity and getting through the minutes, yeah, I just thought, thought Cookie was... And you mentioned Kempi before, like Cookie with his combinations. He's got... Not as good a combination with obviously Luai and Cleary because of the club connection, but he's played plenty of footy with them and has been highly successful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's like almost feels silly to say because it's Coruscant, he could, he could go out and be player of the match. And it could be – so it's not like – we're not talking about a, a shock selection here. I'm, no. We're just talking about the tiny percentage differences that may – It's not a bad selection. Not at all. Means. Not at all. So, no. yeah, so – my mistake, Appy started the last two games last year at nine, but he played 52 minutes in one of them, 34 minutes in the other, and then he came off the bench a couple of years ago where he played whatever minutes, yep. and Cookie in most of his games played 80, just, just for reference. Now, call me crazy. You can call me crazy. <laughs> I'm happy with that. When you said who would replace him, 
I actually think Nathan Cleary replaces him if he goes down and Hines goes to seven. I think it'll be Jerome Lua if something happens. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. I, I reckon Cleary. I reckon Cleary. I reckon Lua would go before Cleary. If we're moving our halfback to hooker, that is one of the great bedshits of all time, in my opinion. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying they're going to do it in part of the game plan. What I'm saying is if, if you get knocked out, mm. I honestly reckon they put Cleary there because of his defence. And they put Hines and say, Hines, it's your team now, run it. <sighs> Big ask. I'll, I'll just point out with Jerome, uh, Jerome Lua, with Abby Curacao, um, you know, and I, I don't have a huge problem with the pick, but as we've said defensively, you have a look at his 80-minute games this year that he has played in. None of those games <coughs> has he missed less than five tackles. Yeah, defensively, he's, he's always been the toughest sell for, for Appy. He's a yeah. smaller um, hooker. But craftiness around the ruck, he is... The best. The, the other thing that worries me uh, too is that, you know, over the last five weeks, Appy hasn't made more than 40 tackles once. I'd be shocked if he doesn't push into the high 40s, 50 tackle oh, count. Quite, I mean, Billy Slater and the, the team, it, it'll be a, a red yeah. dot on him. And they, they, they will identify that he hasn't made more than 40 tackles in a game uh, and they will go at him. So they should. What's Cookie's tackle average been like this year? I reckon it'd be 45 to 52 around yeah. that mark. Yeah. You, you do wonder and, and look at that, and we touched on it briefly off air, but Nico as the 14, and it ties in obviously so relevant to the conversation we're having now that mm. you're forced to move, be it a spine player, if it's Cam Murray to mm. nine, which you look, it's, it's pretty ordinary cover for your number nine. And, mm. and 10 years ago when it was. I shouldn't say more rough and tumble, but, you know, there wasn't this crackdown on head knocks and mm. players' welfare and all that sort of stuff. <coughs> you know, players will be more likely to get through games. But mm. because it's just a flick of the head, you're off for at least 15 minutes, any, you know, symptoms and you're gone for the game. I love Nico there. Definitely deserves his spot. But you do question, is he the right man for 14? He's very versatile, but he's versatile... One six seven, really. And on top of that, I would ask the question to Freddie: If you didn't think Cook or Appy were up to playing eighty minutes last year, now that they're a year older, mm. what's changed? Mm. So Cook is averaging forty-five tackles this year at ninety-five percent efficiency. Appy is thirty-five tackles this year. Although he's play off the bench sometimes at the start, and eighty-seven percent efficiency. So there's a substantial defensive difference. What about attacking numbers? Average, as in, obviously he's played less minutes and less games, but maybe average it out a little bit. I'll read it out. I'll just read it out. So this is Appy. He's played 11 games, two tries, two force dropouts, four try assists, four line break assists, 10 offloads, 58 average running meters. Uh, whereas Cookie, give me one moment. And stats aren't the be-all and end-all, guys. So we're not, not saying that at all. Uh, I think especially when it comes to these two stats, obviously don't tell the full story. Because because Appy is so crafty, a lot of the tries may not be specifically just off him kind of thing. Appy's also at a new club, and everything, so there's a lot to take yeah, in. Yeah, a lot to take in. There. So Cookie, 12 games, one more game, one try, no force dropouts, four try assists, exact same, three line break assist, three line break assist six offloads, 68 running metres average, so pretty similar in attack so, on stats. So Appy with less games probably has a little bit better attack. Yeah. Just slightly um, ahead, yeah. It's just slightly better. And then Cookie probably has just slightly better defence. Um, well, not just slightly. It was probably a bit of more substantial better. Um, to be fair, though, in Appy's defence, he's been at the Tigers and he's got those stats. And I know they've been going mad now, but they started the year And to be fair as well, I don't think how Sydney's game has been built around Damien Cook's attack. It's been built around the halves that have the hot hand at the moment too. Mm. So, 
So yeah, stats aren't everything, but it, I mean, the idea that Appy is probably a little bit craftier in attack and Cookie's a better defensive hooker, I think that's pretty... But then you also tie in that because Appy <coughs> does play 60 a lot, well, he's got a bit more in reserve to, to mm. go hard and run the ball yeah. more, and whereas Cookie's 80 minutes every single week. Yeah. So <laughs> he can't afford to be gassed with 15, 20 to go and be slipping off tackles and doing all that. So Yeah. That's, and, um, then, yeah look, and then looking at still at the 14 and... I'm so stoked to see Nico Hines there, but just again in the makeup of the team, any of the back five, let's say back four go down the centre as wingers, because we obviously know Nico can play fullback, you're still leaving yourself very light on if any of those blokes go down, because I guess Nico goes into centre or wing if required. You know, you could shift Cam Murray out there, but they wouldn't <coughs> want to do that. I would argue Matt Burton would have been a more. I was going to say, 14. do you think Matt Burton? Yeah, just because we know he can cover. Six seven, you can play centre, you can play wing, probably fullback. You can play fullback if you need, yeah. but you, you've got three fullbacks in that team already that he slots mm. in at centre. So, yeah. like I've thought, I would have picked Nico at number six, and once again, I'm I'm not against Luai at six. I think that's fine. He's been good lately, the last couple of weeks, stepping up, leading into Origin. But I would have had Nico at six, and then Birdo at fourteen. Mm. Uh, there's just a few little holes there if players do go down, and the, the, you know, there's the age-old argument in Origin. You pick the best 17 guys, then you mm. find a position for them. I feel like the way the modern game is played and with HIAs and everything, we've moved away from that a little bit. Mm. I think also Queensland have, for the last 20 years haven't done that. Yeah. Yeah. It, but they, well, look, they've been fortunate because we've got the key spots, but back rowers and that, we've always been, a lot of the time, combinations rather than yeah. playing ability. Yeah. Uh, or form or whatever. I, I Look, I understand it's an anomal anomaly, so it's like... Very easy to do that when you're surrounded by goats. But I agree with you in regards to picking your best 17, just form. I don't yeah. know if that's... And, and I feel like, you know, years ago, like, it made sense to do that when you look back at the great New South Wales teams, whether it was, you know, picking Joey at nine or picking Brett Kenny at centre, all these sort of moves. I just... I feel like the game has moved away from that a little bit, despite us picking two fullbacks um, in the centres, to be fair. But I just... Yeah, I, I question... I think that's the, the anom anomaly similar to Queensland. Yeah. Like, Luttrell and Tommy, they're anom anomalies. They're not... Yeah normal players that we're talking about here. And that's the other thing that I, you know, we, we've been talking about the Roosters for a long time about how, you know, so many chefs in the kitchen and whatnot. Um, I mean, when all these guys are on the park, you're going to have Turbo roaming. You're going to have Nico, I would assume, playing like a roaming sort of 13 role. You're going to have Teddy floating around. It just, I don't know, it just feels like there's going to be a lot going on. And then, like, then you've got Kraft out of dummy half from yeah, Happy. It, which ties back into that hooker selection of... <laughs> mm. Cookie obviously has a wonderful running game. He's made a career out of it. Mm. But Appy probably runs a little bit more. Like, we don't necessarily need another entirely creative player out of number nine because Cookie's service this year from nine has also been so crisp. Yeah. That's um, what's also surprising for me is let's just take the names out of it and you go, Cookie's always played well at Origin. The Rabbitohs, before last week, the form, mm. arguably premiership favourites, and he's been the number nine for them. That's what's it's, – it's very surprising. But I think – from Freddie's perspective, he's looking at it like back-to-back -back premierships, Appy, if I if I want a, a gelled uh, spine together, Appy, Luai, Cleary, Yo, these yeah. guys know, know, know each other. And surely that played a huge role in it. I, I would say with the 5-8 and the 9 jersey, Freddie saying to his half and his 13, who are going to run this team? Who do you want there? Isn't it interesting yeah. how different this side could look? Say Nathan Cleary had a 6-8 week injury. Mm. There might not be a Luai. There might not be Appy Coruscant. How one man just because of that combination yeah. of spine changes so much this team selection. Yeah, that's a good point. 
That's a really good point. Well, you, like if that was to happen, you could all of a sudden see Freddie lean heavily into South Sydney combos there. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah, you go like, you go, uh, I mean, Ilias is a few years away, but you might even go uh, Hines, Walker, well, Cookie. You could go Damien Cook at nine. You could play Cody Walker on the left with Latrell Mitchell on that yeah. side. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, this is one position, just changes everything. Um, it's, as I said, it feels bizarre because it feels like we're talking, well, from my perspective, it feels like we're talking negatively about Appy, but we're not at all. Like, Appy is a gun. It's He genuinely could, as I said, go out and play the, the game of his life and yep. tear Queensland apart through the middle. And that's where if our forward pack gets over the top of yours, which, you know, I think it'll be a very even clash, but if we do win the middle, Appy could be the best player on the field. He could tear and it's the us pick of origin. Like origin, high speed, less time to make decisions, mm. fatigue around the ruck. There's not much more that you'd want in the Appy Chorus out there. You know, maybe, maybe Harry Grant is equal due to his like power explosiveness through the middle. But And obviously that like, we might at times right, like speaking at this side and the Maroon side when we get to that, sound a little bit uh, glass half empty and a little bit negative at times. It's not knocking anything too major, it's just you know, if we agreed with everything and it was all sunshine and roses, it'd be pretty boring listening, wouldn't it? Well, so we'd like, literally, yeah. We're nitpicking yeah. at little things that maybe could have been differently, but you know, nothing's a mile off. It's yeah. just Yeah. Yeah, it's if if we agree with everything, it'd be like great team. Yeah, end of show. <laughs> end of show. Um, now, so the Happy Coruscant one that's going to be really interesting to see play out. It is crazy how much that is going to dictate the way the game is played, because it's clearly going to be a target for Queensland through mm-hmm. the middle. And I wonder how I wonder how Freddie's going to try to combat that. You know, because he's obviously going to want to be able to put the people around him or offensive systems to make sure that he's sweet um okay so let's talk about the next big selection big campbell graham missing out at 18th man josh had a car to'o on the wings i feel terrible for campbell graham i feel terrible for campbell graham like you couldn't have played any better i just think this is a mixture of two things the amount of i guess flack freddie copped for Josh not being in the side last year. And also, there is just an intangible thing that Josh brings, Josh Adokar. I don't know why I'm calling him Josh. Like, what the <laughs> hell is that? The Fox does. That can't be measured. And so I understand some people that feel that Campbell Graham should be there. But until I see otherwise in origin, the Fox, I feel like, should never have lost his jersey in the first place. And I think we were I'm, – I'm not sure if we are all agreement on last year, but I would have had him in my side last year. We all year. had him there. Yeah. So, do you think? What do you think about the Adokar? I think Campbell Graham has played well enough to be there, without a doubt. And you know, I've been very outspoken about that the last few weeks. But I personally thought there wasn't a hope in hell that both Fox and Turbo would be available. Mm. Now they are. I think that does change things. Mm. And you know, as I said, Campbell Graham has played well enough to be there. But I, if Campbell Graham was ever going to miss out. This is the reason why he was going to miss out, and I can understand why Freddie's done it 100%. Yeah, and you're right. I don't think anyone expected maybe one of those two to be sweet, but both Tommy and Josh Adokar. And I think it's pretty evident, being 18th man, if one of them wasn't available, Campbell would be straight in, as he should be. Mm. But these are guys that have gone out and done the job before, and I think I think it's probably one thing that I slept on at the start of last series was, as you said, just that little thing that Josh Adokar brings that will that he'll probably bring more so from. Monday to Tuesday in the lead up to the game mm. that you just and you know you talk to guys that went on that World Cup with the Kangaroos and Josh Adokar was just 
best thing in the world to have yeah. there. So um, especially when you you got two games that are not going to be in Sydney, like that, I've got to win a game outside of Sydney to have any chance in this series. A, a personality like Josh, Josh Adokar in there, I'm, I'm okay with it. And he's always played well at Origin. Yep. You know what I mean? He's always played well. What do you reckon, Jimmy? Yeah, I mean, it's a great point you make, Guru. Like a week ago when we'd seen Tommy Turbo with his, like he looked so restricted in his running and didn't look anything close to 100%. Fox wasn't available. So in the space of a week, we've seen Fox come back, play, look pretty decent, and Tommy Turbo just go, guys, I'm sweet. I'm good. With I'm an good. unbelievable performance against the Raiders. So, <clears throat> look, mm. I think Campbell Graham had done enough to get selected. I would have picked him. That being said, like I, I love Fox as well. I'm, I'm in no way am I unhappy about the selection. I just think Campbell Graham's been outstanding. I probably would have gone with Campbell Graham at centre because as good as Tommy Turbo is at centre, that the series he did dominate from memory or, or the one before when he spent time at centre. Was even Kurt Capel who did it got around him a couple of times because playing a position he's never really played. Mm. He was awesome from there, but. I do think it's probably the hardest defensive position on the field. So to put him on the wing, you get his yardage coming out of his half. He still does the roaming role. Yeah. Um, but either way, Campbell Graham could play centre or winger. I just think he's been incredible. We spoke about it in so much depth the last couple of weeks, but Campbell Graham is just – he looks so made for origin. Mm. His defence is incredible. It's aggressive. So I would have gone that way. But, look, Fox, he's a gun. He's done it before, so – I think that's the other good point that Tim makes. Like, if there was to be an injury or something to your outside backs, just having Campbell Graham out there, you know you've got. All right, best pause, team. pause. They've released the lineups one to seven, one to seventeen, eighteenth, nineteenth. Campbell Graham's not eighteenth man. They've changed in the last hour, so Campbell Graham's not even in the squad anymore. Which is what? what? Which is yeah. So the Blues have just just tweeted this out. So it's Teddy To'o, Latrell, Turbo, Fox, Luai, Cleary, as we all thought. Starting TPJ. And Payne Haas. <laughs> Abby Corosel at nine. On the edges, Frizzell starting. Hutto Young starting. Uh, Yo, 13. 14, Junior Bolo. 15, Cam Murray. 16, Liam Martin. 17, Nico Hines. 18th man, Stephen Crichton. 19th man, Stefano. Uh, NRL physio. Campbell Graham has been withdrawn from the New South squad due to a sternum injury. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but then why was he named? A sternum injury... The sternum injury didn't come in the last hour. The Bunnies played what Friday night was it or Thursday night? Like Friday, Friday. They played Friday. Like that can't, news can't have just come up. There's something strange has happened there. Or, like, wouldn't you communicate? Wouldn't you ask? Like, you, you know, communication not our strong point in rugby league. That is so. bizarre. That is truly. That is truly strange. Truly strange. So, so who was it? It was Critter and... Stefano. So Tevita Pango Jr. will start with Payne Haas. And does that mean Cam... That means Cam will probably play in the middle. Because he's not starting either. Cam Murray. The fact that Cam Murray and Liam Martin aren't on the edges is shocking to me. I'm so surprised You just wonder that. what he'll run out with. Yeah, I don't like. think he'll run out with like that. I'll be shocked if he does. I don't see how in the space of this morning... Cam Murray's named on an edge, then all of a sudden now he's going back to playing as a middle. Like, how does something that substantial change? How does the Campbell Graham thing happen? Okay, there was no squad, there was no numbers this morning. This morning was alphabetical. Uh, order. Yeah, it was all alphabetical yeah, this morning. Right. 
The Campbell Graham situation is very strange. Very so, strange. And we've got Hudson starting in that yeah, side. Hudson maybe. and Tyson. Giselle. Hudo got told he was starting. So I think wow. that's legit. So didn't even wait to see him gel with the team. I and believe so. I mean, that, this is, un, well, maybe it's precedent. I don't know, but it seems unprecedented. Like for, in an hour for this to happen, for the, like, essentially the makeup of the team and squad and Critter come in at 18, there's no way, well, if, I mean, there is a way, but in the last hour for them just to find out that Campbell Graham yeah. is sternum injury. And also, do you, S- Campbell Graham would play with a sternum injury. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you think Campbell, I don't know. This is strange. I wonder if he played, well, well he, he definitely can't then. Because you can't play this week. There's no way you can play this week. Wow, that is that is truly shocking. Um, okay, so we'll get the new. So I've sent I've sent you all the both screenshots, um, but one of them is the one to seventeen or one to nineteen. <clears throat> okay, so we've got the so we'll read that out again for people. Tedesco at fullback, Toa on the wing, Trelly Mitt center, Tom Trevojevic, Adokar, Luai, Cleary. Tavita Pangai Jr. will start in game one of 2023 Origin. Game one of 2023 Origin. Tavita Pangai Jr. will debut in the cauldron that is Adelaide. Api Korosau, nine. Payne Haas, ten. Frizzell gets the call back after a couple years out. He will start. Hudson Young will debut and start. Isaiah Yo at 13. Junior Paolo. Off the bench at 14, Cam Murray at 15, Liam Martin at 16, Hines 17, Critter, Stephen Crichton 18, Stefano at 19. Thoughts, boys? Uh, well, I guess we were going to talk about it later, but this TPJ selection, I I can't <laughs> make sense of it. I, and, mate, I fuck, I'll be cheering TPJ on next Wednesday and I hope he comes out and kills it and I'll be the first to apologise, but I would not have considered him. I didn't. Ha- I didn't personally didn't have him in the mix. Nope. Before this, if I'd pick a squad of thirty, I honestly wouldn't have had. It. And that's with all due respect to TPJ. And once again, hope he proves me wrong, and I'll be the first to apologise if he does. Mm. But I would not have. I wouldn't have had him in my if, squad of thirty. If he had played like he has last, like last yesterday, for the season, I would have. But that's the problem with TPJ because he's only been back for what four games now. Can you get how many minutes he's played and how many games he's been back for, Tavita? Four or five games, you'd yeah, say? four or five games. Uh, so he's been back for, played the last five games. Five games. I well, will six, say. Six games, six games. Tavita Pangai Jr., it could be the greatest selection of all time. Yep. Could be one of the biggest bomb, bombs of all time. Uh, because him at his best, mind focused, no brain snaps, is unstoppable. Un- Tamalolo-like, when he's truly just running straight, Getting on his front, offloads every now and then. So Ma- first first five games, he played anywhere between forty and forty nine minutes, and then yesterday he played fifty seven minutes. Okay, okay. I I reckon he probably won't get more than thirty five forty. You wouldn't think so, but I mean, once again with HIAs and everything in our game, and especially with Origin, like with just how brutal the sport is, it wouldn't shock me if he has to play more minutes. There's so many things mm, could happen. I'm now. surprised he's starting up a. Polo. Like, firstly, I'm not buying this team personally. Yeah, no, either am I. Firstly, congrats to him because yeah. that's unreal. Yeah. 
Um, and, and but when the news first came out that TBJ was going to get selected, I thought, I don't agree with this. I'll be honest. I, I didn't think he'd done enough to to earn the selection in the blue side ahead of uh, certain other players. But I thought, all right, as you touched on, Kemper, we know what he's capable of. And I thought, if he comes on second half and just plays a 20, 25-minute role, just impact off the bench, all right, I get it. You don't have to worry about him gassing out. You don't have to worry mm-hmm. about any uh, deficiencies in defence. Just a big, you know, 20, 25 minutes in second half, I get it. But if he starts, like, he, I don't see him as a starting origin player. I... I don't know. I'm, I'm not buying that he starts. Yeah. Well, it's a bit strange too because you got Junior Paolo who literally led Samoa to a World Cup final. Keir Murray in the Australian squad. Liam Martin in the Australian squad. All on the bench. And like Junior Paolo, we know has an enormous motor for front rower. Stalwart of this origin side. Playing great football. We know he can play 60 to, you know, probably not 80 minutes in an origin arena, but he can. Like, mm. he's an animal as Guru said, if there are HIAs and TPJs played the first 30 minutes, say, and all of a sudden he's forced to play 60-70, I'd be really worried about his mode at the back end of that game. Whereas Ballo, Well, he, he on, the weekend, yeah. on the weekend, on the weekend, I think he gassed because uh, Campbell Graham did a number on him. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Jaden Campbell stepped him yeah. and went through the middle and I think he got taken off. Straight away, he got taken yeah. off the next set. Yeah. And whereas Ballo, you're like, all right, well, if he starts and... Injuries happen, HIAs happen, and he's forced to play more. But like, I'd be comfortable with that. We know he can do it. And I also think Paolo offers a lot of like ball playing that takes time to build up into the game. Like he gets through his t- tough work, but I do like Paolo extra minutes because eventually he finds his rhythm and he starts ball playing a little so bit. So good, so smooth. And, and TPJ, you know, you thought his selection was there as an impact player off the bench, and you go. If you bring him on in the second half and we're leading, you know, mate, just go out there, run hard, tackle hard, that's it. If we're chasing points, you know, mate, bring the offload out. Mm. Get us some second phase play going. Man, I'll tell you what, with like the new like rules of and crackdowns of hyper aggression, that first 10 minutes, you've got to be saying to Davida, mate, I just need you to stay calm. Just get through. Not, well, I, you can't be calm. I don't need you to be calm, but I can't have you over that line that we know he loves to cross. Um, but I, I'm yeah. sorry. If you're picking TBJ to say to him, stay calm, what's the point of fucking picking him? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like that, that's what he brings. He brings a bit of X factor. He brings a bit of you just mm. can't you can't prepare for him. I. This is one of those picks that I think Queensland would be sitting there going, I'm okay with this. Yeah. That's okay. Tell, tell you what, it's... <laughs> It's equal parts nerve-wracking, exciting, but just because of the uncertainty around what he's going to bring, it's exciting. <laughs> oh, yeah, from a pure, uh, I guess, content perspective, he could be the best player on the field. Like, if we see his stuff at Toa game, <laughs> like, as in, he comes out and plays to the ability we know he can, and he did shift the game yesterday for the Bulldogs. There is no denying that. Um, he genuinely could bust the game open. Yeah. As I said, I wouldn't have made the selection. I'll be the first to apologise. Happy to wear all that. I will say this in TBJ's defence. Penrith Panthers a couple of years ago, obviously lost in the Melbourne Storm 2020 grand final. 2021, they returned to the prelim final. Penrith had about $5.60, $6. I think it was Spencer Lenya that was ruled out that day. TPJ came in. Mm. 
The first five or six minutes, TPJ went up and grabbed Christian Welsh for no apparent reason, shook him up, <laughs> threw him on the ground and just said, fuck you. Yeah. From that moment on, Penrith got on the upper foot because they showed them no respect whatsoever. I don't like the selection, but TPJ, he has done this before where I think it has worked in his favour without a doubt. I hope it has the same impact for New South Wales. I'm very sceptical. But if I was to defend this this decision, go back and watch that game and watch the impact that TPJ had. He was only at Penrith for five or six weeks. I think there's a fair argument that they maybe don't win that comp if he wasn't on the field that day, though. Well, I mean, this is, this is the front row uh, clash starting. Flegler and Collins first Hass and Tavita Pangai Jr. The only calm bloke in that is Hass. The rest of them are psychos. That's the other worry for me. I wonder if Freddie has looked at their team and seen their bench and gone, ah, shit, I need to make changes here. If they're going to go with their lunatic, I'm going to put my lunatic out there. Because <laughs> yeah, Fledler and Collins are true lunatics. Yeah. True, true lunatics. Um, and so maybe, yeah, Freddie has gone. I, I, I think that's played a role for sure. Going, well, I need to fight fire with fire here. I yep. can't afford. Well, yeah. You want to get into a lunatic off? <laughs> Pick the right guy because Bucky can play. He's got so much ability. Just needs to put it together. TPJ. If he talk about a redemption story, if he comes out and plays to his potential, yeah. it'll be one of the biggest redemption stories I've ever seen in my entire life. Because a lot of people, including myself, I thought TPJ was done three years ago. I just thought I just couldn't. It was the guy that had all the potential to be the next Tamalolo, and he just couldn't seem to put it together. Now, by all reports, especially in this offseason, his life's completely changed and he's turned it all around. Since coming back, I don't think he's been suspended. Has he even been put on report? And obviously played really well yesterday. Uh, he took it to Tino. Uh, Tino took it back to him. So maybe he is in the perfect spot to show everyone exactly what he was born to do, and that is run footy and play well. Biggest moment of TPJ's career by far and away will be next Wednesday, and if he can deliver, turns it all around. Turns everything all around yeah. in an instant. It could it could be could be the best or worst decision in Origin history, <laughs> and I don't know which one it's going to be. <laughs> and I also almost feel like there's going to be no in between. There it's is no in between no, whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. It is one extreme yeah. or the other. It'd be so disappointing if you just like yeah okay. I would be shocked if we come in next week and it's just like. Yeah. He did a job. Yeah, you, you went all right. <laughs> uh, I mean, good on him if he does. Like, yeah, yeah but I mean, I'd, I'd settle for it. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. So, yeah, the, the Tavita Pango Junior definitely was the most surprising for me. Like, I was shocked. Now, Jake Javoyevich pulling out with the injury. Um, what was the injury? Calf. He just didn't feel like. I think he, so. He pulled through the game sweet, but he just didn't think he was ready. I'm pretty sure. What are your thoughts on losing a guy like Jake Javoyevich? Do you feel like that heart of the pack? Is gone. Well, that's the other thing that shocked me. And the reports were that Tavita's come in to replace Jake. Mm. Whether that's true or not, whether, you know, potentially TBJ was already in the side. But, geez, if, if they've lost Jake and they've gone, <laughs> we're going to replace him with TPJ. I don't know if you could find more opposite guys. Completely opposite. Completely opposite. Um, and, you know, it could be that opposite that wins this game for us if TPJ plays his absolute best mm. footy. But, yeah, I think losing Jervo, I'll be the first to admit, when Freddie didn't pick him round one last uh, the game one last year, I underestimated how much we would miss. Mm. I think Timmy had some stats the other day about how Manly's record without Jervo is embarrassing. Yeah. Shocked me. He comes back yesterday and... Pump him. Yeah, absolutely. Gives mm. it to him. Tom grows another leg when he's on the field. He's like the Josh Adokar for their forward pack. Yeah. You know, like... And obviously Josh Adokar is very flary and you see all the great stuff. But it's just that... it's. 
it's almost like Croker to the Raiders to, an, to a lesser extent. Like, he, yeah, okay, is he as barnstorming as some of the young guys you have? No, not at the moment. But he's that intangible quality yeah. on the field that matters. You can't measure it. Mm. Mm. And there's something about Jervo, there's something that he brings, his intensity, whatever it might be, that it works, and that's what Origin's about, intensity. Well, I, I, I'm still shocked at that Campbell Graham stern and pull out. That is just so surprising to me because now you've got, what, two... Two Rabbitohs players, and only one of them is starting. Uh, I wonder does I wonder does Liam if Liam Martin well, he looked fit, played good minutes on the weekend, probably start. I am I am genuinely shocked that you wouldn't have Liam Martin and Cam Murray on each edge, just at least for game one. I, I get the Cam Murray through the middle bit, I get it, but for feeder. I just want someone to do a job on him, and I know Cam Murray would do that. I'm shocked they don't have one of them start. I'm, I, I think one of them will start. Yeah, I'm with Martin you. And, and Frizzell to the bench. Ockenhardo starts. Yeah, well. And the I reckon Frizzell comes off. So, who does it, so that, that means the right edge will mark for feeder, yeah? I'd go with Martin, I think, personally. Yeah. Martin or Murray, who can both play either edge. Mm. And you just feel more comfortable with him on Fafita with the form he's in. I just think especially if you are going to run with Appy at nine, which I seemingly are, mm. I want Kent Murray to play middle. Mm. I want that quick play the ball. Yeah. I will say, so both Saifidi brothers gone in regards to not in the, the picture. Stefano. I probably would have had Stefano ahead of TPJ in, in regards to like picking order of who I think that Freddie would select. Definitely I would have Daniel Saifidi in regards to who I thought he would select. Was Daniel not in... Was he in the first team that was named today? I'm so confused. By no, he, was in the, he, was na- he was in the rumoured to be last night. The rumoured to be. And Liam Martin wasn't. Around. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's essentially what was rumoured to be last night, except for Liam Martin's come in for DSAF. Yeah, well. Wow. Uh, Tommy Turbo. Sorry, just before we move off, TBJ, can I ask you... I think if Spencerlino was available, he would have been a shot there. He, he was a guy that I thought was a really good chance to well, get Well, that's another guy, Spencerlino, I probably would have had before TPJ. Yeah, he's injured, obviously, but he's, yeah. Uh, the, the TPJ, as I said, I think we all agree, it could be the greatest decision all time. He as could, a Queenslander, what's your – like, does it worry you? Does it, like – It's just the unknown. Yeah. Like, I think oh, – I just don't know what Tavita Pango Jr. is like mentally right now. Is he in a, in a really good, strong place? Then it's like, ooh, those offloads, that ball running could be tough. But at the same time, I, I feel like Queensland probably have the fire to combat the fire. And I would argue that Queensland's fire is probably will last longer. Um, we know Flegler can play long, long minutes if he has to. We know Collins can do it. Um, yeah, it, it's just the unknown. It, I... I it's just the unknown. I don't know what TPJ is going to turn up. The if what, the greatest of his potential does, it's worrying. And you're going to know on the first hit up. <laughs> You'll know you're going to be able yeah. to tell. The, the one thing I will say about it is I do like that because we've we've got this side now with Trell and Tommy Turbo and you know, Teddy, so we've got these just attacking weapons who are just going to be roaming all around the ruck. We might even see Fox do it a little bit too at times. Mm. You do want that second phase play, and it's probably not a big offloading pack in that – Junior Bowler, he will when he's on. Payne Hash, you know, he's got an offload. But Frizzell, not really. Hudson Young, not really. I say, yo, not really. Murray, Martin, all these guys are pretty well. Tuck it under the arm. Mm. You know, Murray's got the, the link game. But not big offloaders. 
So TBJ ties into that well. Even if there was Jake Chaboyevic, not a prolific offloader mm. by any means, mm. ever, essentially. So it will be good for that second phase play. And when you've got Tommy Turbo <coughs> and Co sniffing around the rack, it'll bring them into it a lot. So mm. that's maybe that's a thought. Mm. Um, Hudson Young selected. Thoughts? Olakuatu. Young probably fighting for that spot. I love it, but I'll throw it to Timmy to talk about Hudson. I think so well deserved. He's mm. what he's done is Hutto, he's strung together consistent form for a long period of time. We know he's got these big moments in him and big flashy plays and ultra bits of skill. But he's now done it for a pretty lengthy period and mm. going, Yeah, this isn't just a flash in the pan sort of big plays mm. and he's been one of the Raiders' best for a long, long time now. He's a mongrel. I think he's made for state of origin footy. Uh, I think I think he did a really good job. Mm. I think um, it was a really telling moment. Like, obviously, he got sent for 10 yesterday's game, which was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. But there was a really telling moment that I think shows you how far Hudson Young has come and how how he has been able to control the – get to that red line and not go past it. Mm. Whereas two years ago, with, you know, everything that happened, getting suspended constantly, all this crazy stuff, Sean Kepi jogs past him and says something – Hudson Young doesn't even he doesn't he just goes like that whatever old Hudson Young from a few years ago mm. they are punching on hundred percent. I reckon Freddie decided in that moment. Mm. Yep, he's just in. to know it didn't even phase him. Yep. He just was just like yeah. whatever. Yeah, and no, it was like it wasn't even a conscious effort of him going. I'm probably about to get picked for the Blues. I cannot afford to get suspended for a yeah. week. You know, I, he didn't blink. He didn't so, even blink. Yeah. He was just like because I had him on the podcast and he said I don't know if he still speaks to. Wasn't necessarily a sports psychiatrist. It, it was just someone. It may have been a sports psychiatrist about processes that he does to make sure he doesn't go into that red mist kind of rage. Mm. Uh, and and you can tell all that work he's been doing off the field. He's nailed it. He's still got all the aggression that you'd want. Gets in the niggle, but never goes to that point of like, bruh, that's way too far. And I thought on the weekend because Kepi wanted it. Kepi wanted that fight. Oh, he man. wanted that fight. You don't run past. He So Hudson Young was walking off. Kepi, boom, went on his bike. He didn't even get that. He was already gone. And the ref was calling him back because he knew something was about to happen. And so he gets right up to his shoulder, says something to him. Hudson Young didn't even break a sw- He was just like. You even saw when they went off the field as well. You think, oh, Battle of Brookie. Yep. Adam Blair, Glenn Stewart. They were right next to each other. And Kepi was lipping up to him. And Hudson was like. Hey, piss yeah, off. Just whatever. I've never been so equally happy and disappointed in the one moment. I know. Because <laughs> yeah. Kepi wanted that. Yeah. He yeah. wanted that desperately. Desperately. Which is like, fair play to him too. Like, I love that shit. But also, Hudson Young just shows you the maturity. And that doesn't come overnight. It doesn't. He didn't just wake up and be able to handle it. He's put a lot of work in off the field to get himself in that mindset. And now he's getting rewarded for it with an origin jersey. Yeah, and he, he would have built himself up all week going, I'm going head-to-head with Ola Kawato here. Mm. It's probably a Blues jersey in between us. Mm. Winner takes all here. And yeah. for, for him to control himself, I'd love to know what Kepi said. Surely he said, you've just cost yourself a Blues jersey or something. Maybe something along those lines. I hope he said that. Uh, and I hope that Hudson just went, yeah, sweet. You keep yeah. walking. Sweet. All good. Uh, so, yeah, I just massive congratulations to Hudson Young. And there's so much that we don't see as fans that goes into – Again, we have to remember this guy's record. When he came in, what was it, eye gouge three Twice. times? Twice. Yeah, three times, yeah. He didn't miss. Did not miss. And uh, Ricky Stewart, I think the first time Ricky Stewart, he said on the podcast, 
was supportive of him. The second time Ricky Stewart gave him some tough love, like, mate, you are off your head. Um, and he went away and he's worked on his game. And he's going to play for New South Wales now. That's an incredible story. And it, it's also a good lesson to a lot of young guys that play rugby league and girls that are hotheads, that struggle to handle their anger and they find themselves in the bin, not getting selected for sides because they, they're good for 20 minutes and then someone just got a little number nine or a seven just goes, oh, this is going to be too easy to rev this guy up. It's a lesson to them. Like, it's great to be aggressive, but you don't get those extra plaudits in life if you aren't a professional. And Hudson Young has turned into a professional, good, great, currently good rugby league player. And he hasn't lost any aggression. He just uses it in the right way. Exactly. Hasn't changed the way he played. Still in the niggle all the time. He just never goes across that line where you go, geez, Hudson, what are you thinking, bro? Um, and some people might go, are you seriously literally just got sent for 10 of the bin? That was the worst 10 of the bin I've ever seen in my life. Or one of them anyway. Could I mean, have been, could been the worst. It could've honestly been worst. could have been the worst. A little baby shoulder and then a push and shove and then he gets sent because he oh. got pushed. Oh, come on, bro. What are we, we're playing rugby league. Jeez Louise. Um, massive congratulations to Hudson Young. Ola Kawatu. Bit of a victim of Manly's poor form, but last probably three weeks, he's just dropped off a little bit. I think if the team was selected round six, Hudson uh, Olakowatu probably probably gets selected, or at least in the squad, off the bench maybe. So he's close, but I do think this last three or so weeks just been a little bit quiet. He was probably DCE, Aaron Woods, and Olakowatu at least in attack, Olakowatu, was probably the only ones that troubled Broncos when they played Broncos. And then since then, just been a little bit quiet. What, what do you guys reckon? Yeah, I agree. I, I probably three or four weeks ago had Olakowatu in my side. Mm. And as you said, probably fair to say he's been a victim of Manly's form. But uh, I went into yesterday feeling pretty confident Hudson was going to get a jersey. And, and that's I don't think Olakowatu played poorly at all. No. He just hasn't had those big moments that he had in the start of the season. Yeah. And, and when you are a guy like him that's a high-impact player, you need to have those moments. He's a big-moment player. Yeah. Yeah. Does Frizzell over him surprise you? I think Hutto, I mean, obviously a bit of Canberra bias, but I think Hutto deserved that spot. Mm. Frizzell's an interesting one in well, terms of him getting a, a I just think you can't have two debutants playing either mm. on the edge or coming on through the middle. Like, that's so – I mean, you're already risking in the middle with Tavita Pango Jr. Yeah. You've got Hudson Young on debut. You need some experience. Yeah, there. you need – and Frizzell's been there. He's done it. I, I, and he's been playing really, really good footy for the Knights. Uh, so – yeah, I think Olakwatu, you'll see him in a Blues jersey in the next couple of years, though. I'd be surprised if he doesn't make it in a Blues jersey. The other thing that is interesting with the Tyson Brazil one is, state me if I'm wrong, Gerbo didn't get picked for game one last year, wasn't in the squad or anything. Frizzell was in the extended squad. Mm. They then made changes and he went for the more experienced and the reliable <clears> guys. Still didn't bring Tyson Brazil into the squad despite being in the you know, 19 man. And then to get to... State of Origin game on this year when Frizzella's a year older and been playing good for Newcastle, but like I don't think he's in career best form or anything. Like he, he's not he's not knocking down the door to get into Origin. I do think it is an interesting pick. I'm fine with it. He's an experienced guy who's a proven Origin player. But I um, a week ago I didn't expect Tyson Frizzell to be here. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I I, I think I don't mind it because the experience. Yep. I, I don't mind it because the experience. Because when you look at that bench at the moment. As it stands, Paolo, experienced campaigner. Cam Murray, he is experienced, but he's still 24, 25. Um, Liam Martin, 20, he's in, inexperienced at origin level. Was it been two or ones? Yeah, one or two, two series. series. Let's yeah. say two series. Um, so 
Tyson Brazil are just that stalwart of like played a bunch of origins. And, and don't get me wrong, I like that. I'm the same as you. I, I I like the pick now that it's there, but it it is just hard to work out Freddie's logic sometimes when you look across series. Well, yeah, it's like different. His logic seems different this year than it was last year. Like completely different. Mm. Yeah, and it's yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting one. It's funny too because like last year didn't play Jake Deboy, which game one. Then game two was like, oh, experience is really important in the middle. But then he goes and makes de- debutant TBJ to debut starting the game. Um, so look, to be fair, it's not just Freddie that selects the side though. It's a selection yep. board, so could have been outvoted in regards to you know like maybe they have a voting system where I, I will want this player. I, I would just love to be a fly on the wall in that room. I would love, love to hear, hear the conversations and how they because they'd have good reasons. Spots. Like I, they I have no doubt they would. Yeah, so yeah. who's on there? Obviously, Freddie uh, Brandy. I think so. Yep. Who else? Bedsy. Is Joey in it? He could be now, but when I was there, it was Freddie, Brandy, and Bedsy would meet every in week. Queensland is Lockyer, Gene Slater, Miles. and Gene Miles. Yeah. Um, okay, so all in all, oh, we'll talk about Tom Dravojevich. Correct decision after yesterday? Yeah, I didn't, a week ago, I didn't see a world where I'd pick him, mm. but. If Turbo showed Turbo show what, what he could do yesterday down in camera. Did you, did you catch that guy? Yeah. How'd you go? Did you that one? No, I was, went to the beach. Up the cockles. Oh, yeah, we can't win every game. <laughs> Five on the trot. Um, Tommy Turbo, what he did yesterday, yeah. Oh, I'm saying you, I didn't have him in the blue side a week ago. Mm. Uh, and after I was like... Knockdown yeah. selection. Yeah, that, that, that try that he scored in the corner where he just backed himself. As soon as he did that, I went okay. He's yeah, and it's not even about the. A lot of people go, "Whoa, these big stats." It's not about the stats. It was the way he was mm. moving. Yeah. If you watched the game, you could see he. That is a different bloke that came out last week. So clearly, he's maybe he has a. Oh, not clearly, but it seems like maybe he had an agreement with the club. Look, first ten rounds, I'm going to. I'll do exactly as you say. Mm. I'm going to stay in eighty percent in return. Come origin time, I want to be let loose. And they've gone, yep, that gives us enough time to make sure your body gets through it, build some match fitness, and then, you know, you can let loose or whatever. It absolutely looked that way, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. There was the moment where he put Jason Sarboy down the right wing, and I felt like three weeks ago, Turbo would have dropped off at that point because it was a two-on-one, there were other players yeah. there, and he kept supporting the middle, even when he got the ball. He didn't slow down for those next 30 metres. No, there he didn't. no hesitation. Didn't pull up. All. The, the try that he scored um, on the drop play from Shoestart was moving at full clip, smooth, weaving, everything, whereas, you know, a couple of weeks ago would have been kind of jolting into it. Uh, so Talk to her bittersweet viewing. Like, oh. Raiders getting demolished. Like, Tommy Turbo, he kills most sides when he's in full swing, but geez, he's done a number on the pod Raiders over the years. <laughs> and watching him yesterday, like, just from the Blues perspective, I'm like, Oh, this is this is sweet. Oh, it's I'm so like, good. At for least the there's a silver lining Absolutely. to get pumped. And imagine like if he didn't stand and deliver like that yesterday, we would have got to this morning and found out Campbell Graham couldn't play. Well, that's the thing. Like, Campbell Graham would have been started, like essentially yeah. starting, and then an hour later. But that's that's what I'm not understanding. You really reckon Campbell Graham sternum injury, ten days, you reckon he wouldn't be he would get needled up any day of the week to play Origin. That's what surprised me. I reckon me. if Campbell Graham got picked, he'd be playing. 100% he'd play. I would no yeah. doubt in my mind. Yeah. Maybe the club's pulled rank. Probably, yeah. Maybe maybe Freddie called him and he said, yep, good to go. Even though the club knew that he had a niggle and the club's like, mate, we need you back at, to rehab you to make sure you're not training your ass off during this, the week or whatever. 
That could be a possibility. The club was like, look, if you're not going to be starting, you shouldn't be at the camp. Because he's already been to camp, hasn't he? He was there last yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, but again, even if you look at it that way, it's still poor communication. Yeah. Like you should know before announcing the team that he's not available. Right, to be honest with you, the whole thing's been a bit of a shit fight from like we got to yesterday and no one had any idea when the team was coming out. Yeah, I know. Like there was there was different times being thrown around. We then get to nine AM. I think it came out at about nine twenty five. Like like just little things, but it just it's the hallmark of our game. Just get it right. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It, it, it's surprising that we don't have it's such a celebrated time. We should have like set deadlines like so everyone's by their phones waiting like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then Instagram bloody shits itself this morning. How typical is that? Oh, my God. I'm like, do you understand Instagram? Origin's on. I know that you're a worldwide service, billions of people, but Origin's here, you dogs. But even like, like I, I don't understand how, like, why are teams getting named on Monday at 9 a.m. when everyone's mm. like, from, oh, I think it should be either the Sunday night, 8.30, make a show out of it. Do do something or have it on the Monday. Oh, night there should be something. there should be a show one hundred percent about. How it. is that? How are we not building a show around both that? players, both coaches name name their sides like live, mm. and they do it as like a oh, build so anticipation cool. and yeah. you know at number one we're going Reese Walsh and the reason why we pick and then oh. you know what I mean at number two. Like the draft system to a yeah. degree. Wouldn't it be so cool? And, and you don't even have to both be in the same studio. You, you could just do a cross to New South Wales and to Queensland. They yeah. present their team. They're all going to be together anyway. I know. I remember they used to do like even when they had announced them. It was both of them or definitely the Blues at half time in the Sunday game. I get now the need to like, you know, half of football can have an impact on an origin selection. So they wait, particularly if, you know, there's injuries and that sort of thing. But just Sunday night. Mm. Everyone's sitting at home. The footy's just finished for the weekend. Just announce it then. It's such a good time. It'll be so, it'll be big too. And like the sponsors that can get on board, the interaction. You could have people voting like um, on TikTok. You could have people voting who they think is going to get selected. Mm. It's just so many things you could do with it. But, you know, we're rugby league. Rugby league. Rugby league. Uh, okay. Great stuff from um, uh, the big fella, Tom Travojevic. Uh, I'm just trying to think. Anyone else here that we need to talk about? Man, I am so glad to see Liam Martin's name. When I, when I saw those teams coming out last night and he wasn't part of it, that really worried me. I didn't believe it. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. I refuse to believe the dog, <laughs> the fucking dog that is Liam Martin isn't in origin. It would be a travesty. I'd be like, look, revo- put in your New South Wales fucking passport. Come to Queensland, mate. We'll fucking, we love <laughs> and you. And that's the thing. When I look at our side, if I had to pick a player that most represents what I think a Queenslander is, it's fucking Liam it's Martin. Liam Martin. 100% is Liam Martin. And for 100%. years, you know, he does. You know, he, he would finish a game with 50 run metres and everyone would jump online and give him shit and say he doesn't do anything. You don't know what you're looking at. Mm. The little things this guy does throughout the game, his kick chase, his deep, like he just – he and he's, you don't want to play him. Well, go back to the game versus New Zealand. You know, statistically, it, was, it wasn't crazy. He was snapping blokes like Nelson Osofa Solomona. Like if he starts on the right edge – Opposite for Feeder. I guarantee you when that team list comes out, Feeder's going to go, oh, fuck me. Mm. Here we go. Just to add to this Campbell Graham thing, the Rabbitohs have just released a very, very carefully worded press release. South Sydney Centre Campbell Graham has been, with, has been withdrawn from State of Origin squad by the Blues today. For a number of weeks, Graham by has been... By the Blues. But it gets better. For a number of weeks, Graham has been managing his training loads at the beginning of each week to allow him to be fit on game day. Unfortunately, this meant he would not be able to be fully involved in the Blues' early sessions this week, and as a result, they withdrew him from the squad. The Souths are trying to make it clear that they didn't withdraw him. So, 
So he, the training load, what, say, say the training load a bit again. For a number of weeks, Graham has been managing his training loads at the beginning of each week to allow him to be fit on game day. Oh, so he's carrying an injury and they're being smart about it. So he's good to go. The Blues don't like that. He must be ready to go full contact day one, it sounds yeah. like. And they must have just realised that. They must have done medical this morning and that's what's happened. That's a bit rough on Campbell Graham. So he didn't even get pulled out by Souths. Yeah. So they've done a medical this morning. Oh, sorry, and I missed this line. Graham will return to the Rabbitoh score today and will be assessed throughout the week as to whether he plays against the Raiders. Wow. In other words, he probably plays. He's playing. He'll get picked tomorrow for sure. That's rough wow. on Campbell Graham. Just because he can't train full contact for the first couple of days. Like, we're talking about a young guy that could be your centre mm. long term or on the wing. Like, if, let's say the Fox or let's say the Fox or even top, or, but let's say the Fox struggles or whatever. Campbell Graham could be on the wing for you guys for the next five years. It's also not like we've selected him to play. <laughs> so he doesn't he's need to. He's on that bar. He can't wear a fucking tracksuit this week. Like, but have him in there. Why wouldn't he be in there? And, and then, like, I understand, like, Campbell Graham is such a good bloke. It probably won't steam at all. But this is how you create that weird kind of, like, what, you sent me home because I can't do contact on the first two days? Mm. Does that make you as passionate for to play because you got brushed like that? I just don't know. I don't know if I, as a player, I would be feeling a bit down and upset. I mean, yeah, like he's, he's one injury away, essentially to the back five of the Blues. If any of those five gets injured between now and game two, he's playing, mm. I think. So why wouldn't he be in camp? Mm. Critter's also already done a camp. Critter's also already debuted. Yeah. Oh, man, that's rough on the kid. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. That Could he still rough. be going to camp, maybe? Or is, oh, it's in Adelaide, so... Well, well, where are they? well Blues, where, Blues have brushed camp, him. Where's camp at? Well, not brushed him, sorry, Could, wrong God, words. Camp's at Coogee, so... Yeah, brushed him's wrong words. But it sounds like Blues were the ones that said, if you can't train early on yeah. with your training load, then you shouldn't come along. And he's returned to Rabideau's training today. Is that potentially what it is that the Blues have said, we want to see you get through your game for the Bunnies? And we're going to pick Stephen Crichton, who's got to buy this weekend. I'm I'm trying to find logic in the situation. Like, I I look I'm looking at it purely from creating a good relationship with a player. Yep. And I just don't know why disappointing a young fella like that. If that is the case of what happened, because we don't know for sure. But it sounds like the Blues have gone, mate. If you're carrying any niggles, go home, get rehabbed or whatever. Because Campbell Graham clearly wanted to be in camp. He's he's there. I think the logic in it is is that he's coming in there, he has to train throughout the week as a backup centre, essentially for the team, a winger. We talk about combinations every week on this podcast. They're in training full-time, developing these relationships with the blokes around him, those combinations. The Blues, based on that state press statement, the release that he can't do that because he won't be training properly. So I said, right, we'll bring in Critter. But like... Who can do that. 
I don't agree with it, but that's the way I'm, it sounds like what, to what, me. what couldn't he do outside of contact? Yeah, just wait, wear your bib. Yeah, that's wear, what I mean. Wear your bib outside first, of contact, he couldn't do. Yeah. And also, he's the next in line. You know, like if if someone goes down this week or in game one or whatever, does that mean Critter gets a spot now? Even though Campbell Graham has been the form outside back of the whole season? I don't know. I, I think mm. it's a bit tough on the, the young lad. I, I would have personally allowed him to not do contact. Um, I would have got him around the boys as long as as long as I could, because I know that he could be our centre or our winger for the next five to six years. Call me negative, but I just why doesn't this sort of stuff ever happen to you guys? <laughs> you just sweep it under the rug. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like what? Like it's just constantly. There's just illogical things that happen that I can't make sense of. It's. Mm. Tough on the poor fella because he's clearly rocked up, ready to go. They've gone, mate. Sorry if you're not 100. percent We can't have you. I mean, look, Critter is also young. I know he's had his debut, and um, you know he was okay off the bench, didn't get much like chance, and then he struggled a little bit in his second game, I think. But um, I guess you can see where the Blues are coming from, though. They're like, mate, if you're here, you need to be good to go. Training day one, ripping and a tearing. Fuck, I feel. I mean, Kim Graham. <laughs> I love him as a player. He'll so get much. his chance. He'll get it. He'll, we'll He'll get his chance, and it could be. But that's game the problem. Too, like. People thought that with Reed Marnie. Mm. He goes back and plays. Does his shoulder? He may never play Origin. And yet, if he if he didn't do his play, he definitely would have played Origin. It's like, oh, I, 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 I think the difference why I see that is Reed Marnie, your number nine or nothing. There's four spots in that back line that. He could Campbell Graham can slot into at mm. some point. There's one one's got to pop up, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess. I I yeah. I just think because he's the next in line, I'd be I'd have him in his camp as long as I could. Mm. If he's next in line with an injury, you know, Josh had a card just coming back from injury. Tommy Trevojevic, obviously. Teddy could get a head knock. Trolley Mitt, he's been pretty solid. To'o never bloody gets injured. I mean, the the Bunnies' new headquarters in Maroubra, literally next door to Coogee, the suburb across. Yeah, so. <laughs> He's a Coogee Wombat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, look, congratulations to Critter and Stefano for getting called in. The Stefano one's interesting how that wasn't a part of the initial because um, you would have always brought in. Anyway, uh, yeah, anything else to talk about? And, and just all that in regards to Campbell Graham, like we, we genuinely don't know exactly what's happened. It's, it seems as though, though, that the training load is, is the... Yeah, we, we haven't got any communication from New South Wales Rugby League yet, so... Yeah, so there could be more to it, you know. He could be genuinely touch and go to play this week, but then I'd assume he'd be good. Anyway, um, and yeah, congratulations to, to Critter. He actually, Critter played fantastic on the weekend. He was outstanding on the weekend, Critter. Anything else to talk about, Blue Side Boys? No, all good, Matt. We'll get you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.